Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have such a lovely guest here today. Her name is Sarah Landon. She is a globally celebrated transformational leader, visionary entrepreneur, spiritual advisor, and channeler of the council, which I can't wait for you guys to learn about. It is a collective of ascended master beings with a higher level of consciousness and a grander perspective of the human experience. Her book, The Wisdom of the Council is so good. It gives me full body chills every time I pick (laughs) it up. It is a must read for anyone on their spiritual journey, their awakening journey, and it is the perfect tool to remind you of your power. So welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you, Amberly. I'm excited to be here and have this conversation with you today and meet your community. Yes. So uh, I wanted to share kind of what was going on when I got the book. It was really crazy. So I feel like the book landed in my hands at the right time. The council put it in my hands Um, like about a month, probably not even a month before I received your book. I actually had Like I I say, like a visitor came to my room and told me that they were a 12th dimensional angel. And they started, I started channeling all this very biblical text. I'd never written, I've never read the Bible. So I just started like, they were telling me all this stuff and I was like writing it down, typing it out. And then I was looking it up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is in the Bible. Like, this is exactly what they're saying. So anyways, it was really interesting. And then when your book arrived, I was like, okay, this is kind of explains what might be happening here. Yeah. (laughs) Channeling something and it made it a little less scary and gave me a little bit more confidence in my abilities and just really gave me some peace. So thank you for that. Well, I do believe we all draw to us exactly what we need at the perfect time. And many people have shared a similar type story with me of just how the council showed up and when they showed up in their life. And I do absolutely believe that anybody, if you, whether you're reading the book or you're doing a live event or listening to a replay or a past course, I think you're, you're drawing to exactly the information you need in that moment. And I believe that the, the council is also your higher self and it's your information really that you drew to you. So it's always perfect timing. So magical. So tell us your sun, moon, and rising. (laughs) So Aquarius with an Aquarius rising and a Leo moon. So when's your birthday? February 2nd. So as we're recording this live, I just had my birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. So I'm an Aquarius as well, but I'm in January 24th. So I was a little bit ago, but, and then I'm a Leo rising. Interesting. Yeah. So So, very cool. Yes. We're a good company. We are a good company. (laughs) What is a daily ritual that you never skip? You know, I probably have an answer that no one has ever shared with you, but I drink consciously, intentionally, almost a gallon of water a day. And when I first started channeling and that was one of the very first messages that they brought through is rest, water, and play. And as the work expanded and I was channeling six to eight hours a day, doing private sessions at that time, 
water was the most important thing for me and drinking a gallon of water a day. And now I don't channel eight hours a day, but the intensity of the channels now is just so incredible that it's one of the most important things for me in, in, on my spiritual path, there was a point in time where I was really drawn to meditation every day. Mm. And then the energy went out of that for me. And one of the things the council says is really being aware of following energy and light. And sometimes we hold ourselves in habits like that, that we're there at a particular point in time, and then something new is trying to come in, but we're so attached to what we've been doing. I also spend time in nature every day mm -hmm. and I, I have animals and that's a really important part of my well-being, my inner harmony, peace. But um, those are the two things now that are really important to me. At one point in time as well, I was doing a lot of automatic writing and doing that mm -hmm. every day was something that I was very guided to do. And then that shifted for me at some point. So from my perspective, it's just about being really in integrity with what you're being guided to do. And as that expands or maybe changes for you, just being aware of that. So, yeah, I feel yeah. like like every, I feel like I go in like one to two month phases mm -hmm. and then I'm ready mm -hmm. for something new. Yeah. I'm curious yeah. on the water. Cause I, I mean, I've always felt because water is like a conductor mm -hmm. of information of frequency, even like when I'm in the bath or when I'm in the shower, I get the craziest downloads. So I never really thought yes. about drinking water and how important that is. I actually, one time I was actually really sick and I was channeling so much. I, I was just getting so many downloads, like so much information coming through. And I was like, why? Like, I, I thought that it would slow it down. And what they showed me was like, because there's so much fluid, it's actually mm -hmm. making it easier for information to come through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely believe water is far more important than we even understand or yeah. can comprehend at this point. I drink really good water too. Yeah. It was good. So, that was my next question. Like what, where yeah. are you getting your water? What is your, I, my, I personally drink the brand Essentia water. Okay. And okay. that is what I've been drawn to. And if I go a couple of days and I don't have it for some reason, like I'm traveling and I just haven't been able to get it. I definitely notice the difference, but I think it's it, at other times I was drawn to like, Fiji water mm -hmm. or uh, different types of water from different places like New Zealand. But I think you just got to be really aware of what you're being guided to and what lights up for you. Yeah. But I think really good water is, is important. And I, I have taught over 4,000 people now around the world had a channel. And I have had so many people tell me that the, they receive their channeled messages in the shower. Mm -hmm. And that is very normal. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I used to take a bath and I would put my head, like my ears into the water Yeah, and I would have the most magical experiences with just like that feeling of floating and having kind of like your ears under the water. And so if you are someone who doesn't feel like you really easily connect, uh, maybe just tuning in a little bit more when you are in the shower or yeah. take a bath and just kind of immerse yourself in the water. And what 
you might be feeling is more of that oneness feeling Mm -hmm. or connection or connection to source or spirit. But that is the doorway to connecting into higher levels of consciousness and your guides and the angels or beings that are there for you. And, And just like everything else, one of the other things I share is Throughout my experience, I've had different times when I felt very connected to different ascended masters or Mm -hmm. archangels or angels, some of which had names, some of which didn't, but there was just this, this notable presence. And then that energy would recede and it's like, oh, what did I do wrong? We didn't do anything wrong, but Archangel Michael showed up at a particular time in your life uh, on your journey or the 12th dimensional angel showed up at a particular time, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're always and only going to get messages from, from that being. Yeah. That's so true. That's such a good point. And yeah, I've, I like, I've gone through like a Kuan Yin phase and like, yes, me there's too. Just like I have a Kuan Yin right here. Yeah, I, have, <laughs> I have a giant like ceramic one here, but yeah, like I, I feel like we get what we need when we need it. Mm-hmm. And I love that's so true. Like we need to stop clinging to them because if we're doing that, it's like, we're blocking other things that could be coming yes. through. That's such yeah. a good point. So I want to know about your journey with channeling how it started and how this has become your life's work. Well, if anyone would have told me I was going to leave my corporate career and start channeling a group of non-physical beings called the council, (laughs) I would have said, you have the wrong person. Let me just tell you right now, like I'm very normal. I'm very down to earth. I do not want to be weird, woo-woo, but it really isn't weird or woo-woo for me in any way. My I was exposed to spirituality very young. I grew up in an extremely Christian family, a very loving Christian family, but I had a, a strong influence in my beloved aunt who was studying metaphysics and quantum physics and past lives and spirituality at a very young age. I was about seven or eight years old when she started talking to me about these things and they just lit up as absolute truth for me. And I then got into personal development in my teenage years. Actually, I saw an infomercial with Tony Robbins and I had to have whatever it was. And I, I begged my mom or I you know, bought it. And I got really into personal development, the art and science of achievement and success and goal setting. And I was, uh, I graduated high school early, uh, went to college, got into the corporate world at a very young age in Seattle during the dot-com boom time, uh, right place, right time. Maybe it was a result of some of that uh, art and science of achievement, <laughs> but yeah. ended up in, in a very successful corporate career at a very young age. And then I had an experience that really changed my life. My brother passed away in a car accident and died instantly. Mm. And I had never seen a body, (laughs) let alone the experience of seeing my brother. Mm. And I flew to Alaska. I was living in Seattle at the time. My brother was living in Alaska. My family and I flew to Alaska and we're walked, we walked in just the immediate family to his viewing. And it was by far to date in that point of my life. And probably still to date the, the most emotional, heaviest, grief-filled 
the energy of the room was so dense that you could literally feel like you almost couldn't move because of the level of sadness that was in that room. And I went up and touched my brother's body and it was super weird. It was cold. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, you know, and I, I went and sat down and I was sitting there. And after a few minutes, I started to feel what I can only describe as liquid love that started in the top of my head, went over my face, into my whole body and just flowed into my whole body. And I was completely warm. I was totally in peace. I was surrounded by peace. There was this lightness. And over my right shoulder, my brother's body was on the left side of the room. Over my right shoulder, I heard my brother say, I'm still here. I'm just not in there. And in my head, I said back to him, where are you? And he said, I'm just as here as I ever was. I just left the density of the body Mm -hmm. and I'm at a frequency that you can't interpret with your physical senses. And that was vibration, frequency, physical senses were not natural uh, vocabulary for me at all. And So I said, well, what about heaven and hell? And he said, it's not like that here. There's only love and I'm always here. I'm just at a vibration and frequency that you can't interpret through your physical senses. And Mm -hmm. it made sense. I, I, there was just this knowing. And after a few moments, that energy receded and I was right back in the cold, heavy, emotional room, but I was totally in peace. Mm -hmm. And that continued on spontaneously for many years. I would just feel the energy come in. My brother would communicate with me. And I believe it was my incredible love and and the love of feeling him and hearing him and knowing that he was there that allowed me to stay really open to that Mm -hmm. and allow that instead of being freaked out or weirded out by it, you know? Yeah. So are you like telling your parents that this is happening? Like what's no, you're like, oh, no. To yourself. <laughs> yeah. oh no, I had a very dear friend who was extremely spiritual and had some experiences like that. And I talked to her about it and my dear beloved aunt who we had always talked about spirituality, but other than that, I did not talk to people about it or say anything. I just went back to my corporate life and traveling and working 60 hours a week and (laughs) and just try to go back to my normal life. But anytime I was traveling for work or had a spare moment, I was reading Ramtha, Seth Speaks, uh, any type of channeled information I could get my hands on. But I noticed that I was really drawn to channeled information. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I I read A Course in Miracles. I read Deepak Chopra. I love Wayne Dyer. I, I read anything I could get my hands on, but I always gravitated towards channeled material. I Fast just want to yeah, say too, because I feel like when I read your book, I was experiencing an activation, whether I knew yes. it or not. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah. I was always excited to pick it up. It was like my body knew that it needed it or my, my soul knew that it, it needed it. And there was a transmission coming through just by reading it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's really what they said is just get this book in the world and it will do its thing, the light and the vibration and the energy in it. And I've had people say they just carry it around and they just have it with them and they can just feel the energy of it. Now, do I, 
and from a logical mind understand how that's happening? No, I really don't. But do, do, does it do matter? No, does <laughs> yeah. the experience? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. When, when I first got the book from Hay House and I opened it up, I couldn't believe how beautiful it was and how what it felt like and the energy. And I have chills even talking about it, but it is also my experience as well. Even though I channeled the information and probably read the book in the editing process, no less than 50 times <laughs> and read the audio book for it. Uh, every time I open the book, it's just exactly what I need to hear in that moment too. Yeah. So. Like you can use it as an Oracle. And that's what I found too. Mm-hmm. It was like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't read for a few days. I was busy or whatever. And then I, when I did pick it up, I was like, oh, I needed this today. If I would have read this three days ago, it wouldn't yeah. have hit as hard. So there's something really magical about it. So, okay. So you're connecting to your brother. At what point does the council come through? Yeah. So fast forward a few years and I started having an experience of waking up in the middle of the night and writing and not in my normal handwriting. It was this energy that woke me up and I would start writing and then it would just stop. Usually it went about 45 minutes mm-hmm. and I would go right back to sleep, but I would read it the next day. And it was the answers that I had been looking for. Mm-hmm. I really had this insatiable desire to understand who am I? Why am I here? what is my purpose and what is my highest potential? Mm -hmm. What is our highest potential? Mm -hmm. And those answers started coming through me. And I now know this process is called automatic writing. I now teach this process. Anybody can do it. Mm -hmm. For me, it was happening spontaneously at that time, but now it's a, it's a frequent practice of mine to do automatic writing and anything from asking for a message from my higher self or someone else's higher self or asking for a message from a loved one on the other side. It's always there and available to us always. Most people just don't trust it mm-hmm. and they think they're making it up. Yeah. And so they just stop doing it or they yeah. they don't believe what it's saying when it really is a higher wisdom than they, that they are tuning into. Yeah. And I want to ask about that because there's times that I'm doing automatic writing and it's like, there's no way this was me. Like, I'm like, wow. I'm like Googling the thing. It's like sometimes very scientific terms. I'm like, there's Mm -hmm. no way I knew what the hell that was. And then there's times where I'm like, okay, was that me? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes it's like really clear and like really powerful. And then sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I, it's like, I can't tell. So like, I'm wondering, I, I guess what's well, here's the tip or the tool <laughs> I would, I would give. And I, I teach this in my channeling courses, read it back to yourself out loud or read it to someone else out loud or have someone read it to you. Mm. Because for example, here's what it sounds like a lot of the times. You're exactly where you're meant to be. You are always guided. You are loved. Everything's happening for you. Everything will come in the right, perfect time. Trust yourself. You're here for a reason. You're here to raise the consciousness or the vibrational level of the planet. And you're this light, go shine it. It's it's like that. Mm -hmm. And my question to people is when they say, I think I'm making it up, I go, Really? If you were getting a message from your head, 
if you were making it up, what would it sound like? Because I know for myself, what that would be is yeah. you haven't done enough. You should be doing yeah. that. Why haven't you figured that out? You need You'll to finally get busy. Be you need to get you it do done. This yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so people just don't trust, but yeah. the, the key is either read it out loud to someone or have someone read it out loud to you or read it out loud yourself. But when you are hearing it in your head and writing it down, and then you're reading it back in your head, you don't realize how powerful it is. And that's a really important tip. And for anybody, I would say the most important thing is trust. Yeah. Trust that you're not making it up. Trust that it is coming from a higher place and live the wisdom that it says. People say to me all the time, well, every day I tune in and the same message is love yourself, forgive yourself and choose joy in the moment. And they're like, but I can't because I still can't forgive this person and I'm never yeah, going to be. Right. And it's like, <laughs> so that's the why reason you the message the is message. the same, <laughs> right? When you actually integrate that message, you'll get a different message. They will continue to expand what they bring right. through to you. But if you're getting the same message, integrate what they're saying, embody what they're saying, and you'll get more. Okay. Very true. <laughs> yeah. So, All right, so, sorry, I'll expand like so then, <laughs> no, 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 so I'll just continue on the journey. Right. So I'm still in the corporate world. I'm yeah. like, I'm getting these automatic writings in the middle of the night. It's the most profound wisdom I've ever read, but I still really don't know what's going on. So I'm in a yoga class one day. And at one point in my life, doing Bikram yoga was a very ritualistic thing for me. I did it, uh, 10 years, at least five days a week. And for a period of time, I did it every day and I still do it, but it's maybe once or twice a week. You know, Mm -hmm. my body was just like, okay, we're not doing this every day anymore. (laughs) And so I'm in this yoga class, like three days in a row in a different spot every day, but the same woman's next to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, on the third day, I'm like, yeah, how are you liking yoga? And she's like, oh, I hate it. I'm never coming back. Like I got a free three-day pass. This is it. <laughs> I'm done, right? <laughs> and she says, I just had to try it because everyone in my business does yoga. And I was like, what is your business? And she says, I'm a QHHT practitioner, quantum healing hypnosis technique, which was mm-hmm. developed by Dolores Cannon. She said, I help people get in touch with their higher selves. And I'm like, I think I need a session with you because I have these things going on. I don't know what's happening, right? So I'm wanting to get in touch with my higher self. I go do this QHHT session and uh, I had prepared some questions and she had some questions. And so she asked, do we have permission to talk to Sarah's higher self? And I'm very aware. It's like, yeah, sure. You can talk to my higher self. And so this goes on for a while and At one particular point, all of a sudden, this energy, the most loving, but the most intense energy I had ever felt just came through my body. My voice changed. The cadence of my voice changed. I started speaking really fast Mm -hmm. and I started bringing through all of this information, this, this stream of consciousness that was coming through that just I had to put into words and I had to get it out. And I was very aware I was, I knew I was Sarah. I knew where I was. I knew I was having a QHHT session, but I was experiencing everything from a much higher level of consciousness. And quite honestly, just trying to keep up with the stream of information that was coming through. 
So we get to the end of that and they've answered all her questions and all of my questions and it was all recorded. And we got out of the session and she was like, wow, that was amazing. And I thought the same thing. And, but I was a little weirded out because my voice was notably different. It was bizarre. I was like, okay, no one's ever going to hear this and we're never going to talk about what just happened. (laughs) But I listened to the replay. I listened to it again. I did another session. We called it the voice for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she would say, you know, can we talk to the voice? They would come through. She would ask questions. We did this for almost a year. Wow. And I would have the information transcribed. I would listen to it. And I started doing the things they said. I started shifting into the awareness of the things they were talking about. I had all kinds of incredible experiences and it was just completely transforming my life. I then had a few close friends that I told about it and they said, you know, can we talk to the voice? And I'm like, I don't know, (laughs) let's try it. So we did. And they had these amazing breakthroughs and life-changing experiences as well. And I had this experience one time and she was very familiar, who is now one of my dearest friends. The QHHT practitioner was always also very familiar with collectives. Um, She'd had many times where collectives would come through in these experiences, Mm -hmm. but no one that had actually gone out professionally or with the information and shared it with others. It was just, you know, people brought it in for themselves, but I was just seeing such a profound change in myself and others that despite my greatest fear on earth of anybody ever hearing me channel or knowing that I channel or having to ever talk about it. I started sharing the information. I started doing weekly calls where people could ask questions to the council that turned into my master's class advanced program where we do live calls every week and people ask questions. I started doing little webinars on the things that came up a lot. One of the first ones was manifesting your soul's desires. Mm -hmm. Those turned into online video courses. My life has just completely transformed beyond my wildest dreams in the last 10 years. I left the corporate world and, you know, it was not always easy. You know, I felt like I, I've, followed the leap of faith that I was being guided to do, to take the, the, the step I was guided to take. And at first I felt like I just crashed down and hit rock bottom. Like my parachute never opened or something. I was like, yeah. Oh my God, did I just ruin my whole life? And the stock market had crashed. The real estate market had crashed. I'd left my corporate life. I'm living on my savings. I had these mortgages on some investment properties I had. I was like going through every dollar I had and all I'm doing all day is channeling the council, right? Mm-hmm. And reading it and I'm like, I need to get a job. Like I'm what am I doing? And it was like just in the moment that I was about to give up, something came in and kept me going and that happened about 3 or 4 times. And now um I have this incredible team of people that work with me and getting this wisdom out in the world. You know, I've had some just amazing experiences writing a book, uh, The Wisdom of the Council, having it published with Hay House. I've done um, some collaborative events with Mike Dooley. Mike Dooley and I have a book coming out in June of 2023 called The Dream, The Journey, Eternity, and God, which is Mike Dooley asking questions of the council. I've just got to have some of the most incredible and amazing experiences. And I do what I love every day, which is the work with the council and have an amazing community. But it 
you know, there were times that I thought like I had really screwed up my life and questioned whether I wasn't following the guidance that I felt so clearly like I was getting, but now looking back, it all makes perfect sense. But the council actually, I was always a collective of, of, you know, anytime they would answer a question. They used the a plural version of we they. or us. Yeah. 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 We, okay. us. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that is very common for people that do automatic writing and, yeah. and tune in as well. I, I had no much. idea. Yeah. I was like, what? I've, we? Who's we? <laughs> I've never really asked. I'm like, maybe I need to ask them what they want to be called. I'd call them like Sky Crew. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. And they will tell yeah. you, it doesn't matter what you call yeah, them. Like, I feel like they probably don't care. They don't. They're and not doing it for the clout. <laughs> they would say your name, just having a name that you call yourself limits you, but yeah. they understand that in our experience, we need to name things well, in order I to feel like, that relationship. Like, yeah, are you from exactly. a planet? what galaxy, what dimension? Like, exactly. I want to like, know the things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so they, you know, they have, at one point I had this incredible experience. I was getting into channel at first. It took me 15 minutes. Now it takes me three breaths. I can channel for hours and I just take a breath and they recede. And it's just a very normal, natural experience for me now was not always that way. But at one point when I was getting into channel and it took a little bit longer, I had this experience. Like I was walking up to this room over like the most beautiful ocean and there was a round table and there was these light beings all around the table Mm. and there was one chair and I knew it was my chair and I walked to the chair and became part of the council. And it was just like, we're the council. Mm. And so that's really how it became called. They became called the council. And then when we were putting together the website originally many years ago and putting together information for interviews and things, I sat down and I said, okay, who are you? And they said, you know, we're a collective of ascended master beings who are here to help you remember who you are and why you're here and your purpose so that you can live it. Mm. And that's, you know, they, they truly are focused on living your purpose, living your highest potential, coming into realization and creating your reality the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of wonderful friends that are channels that that their channels are about different things. Their channels may be all about empathy and healing and light work. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just believe as the channel, exactly what I was focused on is what the channel is bringing through. Right. And so you might not resonate with one channel and resonate totally with another channel. You might resonate with a particular spiritual teacher channel for a time, and then you want more, right? Yeah. And it's, it's a natural, it's, this is, everything's a journey. Everything is an expansion and everything is a journey. So if you start feeling that way, or one particular, you know, source of information doesn't resonate with you as much or at all, you know, just be open, let the energy and light guide you just like it did for you and find you. Yeah. And I like in the book, how the council speaks about like the earth's awakening and how Mm -hmm. we're all responsible for kind of living in that awakened state. And I feel like for people who are kind of awake, 
I mean, I know I can get into like a fear zone of like, okay, things are going to get worse before they get better. And like, we're going through such a big change on earth. I'm just curious what your vision or what the council has shown you for how Mm -hmm. things are going to go. Tell me it's going to be okay. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, They talk about the great awakening in the book. They talk about that. This is the greatest transformation of human consciousness that has ever occurred in any lifetime. And that's what's happening now. And you're first going through your own awakening experience and coming into realization. Some people's awakening experience is completely harmonious, joyful, easy. Mm -hmm. I've had many people in my community never resonated with the word spirituality, find the council. They are totally, completely awake in three months and they have a very harmonious journey to being fully awakened. Yeah. Mine was not like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was very attached to (laughs) my career, my bank account, my house, my investments, my identity, my everything. And I, I did not allow myself to really remember who I am (laughs) very harmoniously. (laughs) That doesn't have to be the way for anybody else, but just like we individually have a different journey you're seeing that reflected in the world. So you can live in a fully awakened, realized state where your life is peace, joy, harmony, well-being, freedom, abundance, purpose, passion, love. But what happens is we, we think we're here to change and save the world. We're not. Right. But you will make an impact. You will positively contribute to raising the consciousness and the vibration. You will make a difference and create ripple effects by you living your highest potential, fully awakening Mm -hmm. to who you are coming fully into the realization of the master that you are of your own life experience. You will positively contribute to the awakening that is happening on the planet at this time. Yeah. A few years ago, they started saying, you're going to see your friends, your family members, people in your community, people you never thought would awaken. Yeah. And when they said that, I had a few particular people in my life in mind. Yeah. Those people are absolutely awakening in the most beautiful way, in the most incredible way. And I'm seeing it all around me all the time. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else 
to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. I think my fear is like, do we need to like move to a commune? Is the world going mm-hmm. to go as crazy as they all say? You know, <laughs> people have been talking about that for a very long time, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, random conversation with someone the other day talking about how when they were in grade school, you know, they did, they did practices every month for if the school was bombed, right? right. If yeah, is, exactly. I mean, we've been talking about if you believe you live in a beautiful, harmonious, joyful exactly. world, that is what you will experience. Yeah. If you believe, you know, it, again, that's scarcity, lack, fear, And you'll just continue to draw more of that into your experience if that's what you're focused on. Yeah. And, you know, we have thousands of people all over the world in our community that are are living in particular. We have a person right now that is living in Turkey and yet is not experiencing what a lot of people are. Yeah, it's almost like I and like I, I feel bad saying this, but I feel like during, you know, 2020, where a lot of people were going through really hard times. I wasn't, you know, it was like, I feel like I was in, I, I, I like kept the words that kept coming to my mind were like, I don't live there. Right. I I agree. I I experienced it as, yeah. yeah. So like, even if these things do happen. And of course, like when you are awake, you easily see like the corruption and what's going on. Like I can see that all very, very clearly, but when I, if I don't hold trust in those structures to keep me happy and safe, then it doesn't right. really matter. So I think right. that's always just a reminder that I have to keep telling yeah. myself because it's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm in 5d consciousness. I'm feeling great. And then it's like, Oh, like <laughs> you see that like headline or that, yeah. Oh, they're putting this in our food or what's in our water. And like, you know, but when you bring your sovereignty back to yourself and you do your own mm-hmm. awakening work, then you almost like skirt around that in a way. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, you know, it's, it's not a skirting around or running away from you're actually fully stepping into your power. Yes. And the yes. council says what you feel about your food is far more important than your food. Right. What you feel about it when it goes into your body is directing how your body will receive the nutrients from that in your body. Mm. And, you know, the other thing they talk a lot about is judgment, Mm. judging ourselves, judging others, judging circumstances and conditions, that habitual response to, oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, that's awful. Versus first off, they would say every single person on this planet is a divine powerful being and they're here to awaken to that power mm-hmm. they're here to realize who they really are so you can't look from your place and know what that soul's journey is and why they have why that is the experience exactly that is awakening them to their power mm-hmm. 
someone very near and dear to me was recently diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. and went through all these emotions, but I'm watching this person have the most beautiful awakening experience to right. their power, their truth, what they love, what brings them. I mean, it's, I personally had cancer in 2007 and wow. That was part of what led me to my own asking these questions. Who am Mm -hmm. I? Why am I here? I would not wish it on anyone. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it did not seem like a gift to me. But now looking back, I can tell you my brother's transition, having cancer, my divorce, having tons of money, and then leaving everything safe and secure to follow this path, those things that seemed like the worst, most difficult things at the time I can look back at now and go, Oh my gosh, like, thank you. Or I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's also what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I remember this, can't remember who told me this, but, or shared it with me, but it was that Mr. Rogers, it was Mr. Rogers talking about his mother And he said, my mother always said, and everything that appears to be a tragedy, if you look for it, you will always see the angels, Mm -hmm. the people that were helping and loving and taking care of others. I was in California during the time of the fires and then the mudslides. Mm -hmm. And I went completely against, I won't go into the whole long story, what I was being told to do. And I really followed what I was being guided to do. And I felt so divinely supported and guided during every single thing that I, nothing negative happened in my space, but I can also tell you being part of that community, the the love, the connection, the gifts, the beautiful things that came out of what appeared to be devastation Mm-hmm. changed all of us and changed the community. And it, you can still experience that. So mm-hmm. we can't, we can't judge. We yeah. don't really know when we yeah. think, why is this happening to me? The council would say, everything is happening for you to bring you into your power, to help you get clear on what you really want. So you can create your life the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So true. So I want to talk about the different kinds of channeling. So are you still doing trance? Is that trance channeling when they're well, through you? I don't consider it trance channeling. Yeah. Um, Cause you're like there. I'm there. Yeah. I, I can have the thought that, oh, the UPS guy is coming to the door. I hope he doesn't knock on the door and make the dog right. bark Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> at yeah. the same time that I'm in time. channel. Yeah. And I've even had experiences that I know what they're going to say. And I'm like, no, we're not saying that. And I I haven't done this for a very long time, but when I first started channeling, there were times that they wanted to say something like tell this guy, this man who I was doing a session with to dress up in a little pink tutu and have a tea party with his daughter. And I'm like, no, we're not saying that we are never saying that we are not telling this like buff athletic manly dude to dress up in a tutu i'm having this whole conversation in my head they had already said it in my mind there was a huge delay like where all this was going on when i listen back to the replay there's no delay they never skip a beat they never take a pause they never miss a word they they just keep going and 
little did I know that when that man and his daughter was three years old, he dressed up in a little pink tutu, put a little tutu, one of her tutus around him and had a tea party with her. And he had never even told his wife that wow. it was exactly the thing that they could say in that moment to get through to him, but it sounded completely off the wall to me. Right. So you still so, say it? I, oh yeah. They, they had already said it before I, you know, oh, I was like, okay, Oh, okay. oh, and by the way, they've already said it. Oh gosh. And I was mortified. And so I'm still channeling, but I'm mortified at the same oh, time. Yeah, yeah. And then at the, afterwards he told me the whole experience and I was like, Oh my gosh. Right. But so I don't doubt them anymore ever. I yeah. just, all right. Okay. <laughs> I, I would say I'm a very conscious channel. I experience everything from a much higher level of consciousness. So yeah. I'm conscious. I don't leave my body. I remember what they said, but it's from a much higher place. And my experience, for example, I remember a couple of times when we had questions in like our master's class program or a course, or, you know, back when I used to do private sessions where it would be something that me as a person is incredibly sensitive to like anything to do with animal abuse or mm -hmm. mistreatment of animals you know, I really have to practice all yeah. of this wisdom in those moments to stay in my heart and, and, and not get really upset. Mm -hmm. We had a particular time where a woman who was the head of a animal advocacy organization was explained, telling these things to the council of the things she'd experienced. Mm. I experienced it from a place of pure love, right? I wasn't emotionally responding to it. I right. was experiencing it the way they see it. Right. And that's not to say that those things are right or that they are condoning those things in any no. way. But what they say is everything is about consciousness. Mm -hmm. If you are awakened and in a state of pure love, you wouldn't harm anyone mm -hmm. or anything. Mm -hmm. They say it is understood from their level, from their perspective, that the things we would call bad and terrible in our earth experience or human experience are happening because of the level of consciousness that person is in. Mm -hmm. So people will want to bring up a, a, a certain politician or a certain, you know, former leader that created, you know, what we think is like a, a Hitler type thing. And they yeah. don't by any means say, Oh, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. But they yeah. say, Elevate yourself to a level of consciousness where you understand why these things occur. Mm -hmm. And they said, you will have people that control and take power from other people. So long as people are so willing to give their power away yeah. to things outside of them. Mm -hmm. They also say, people have asked, how do you eradicate cancer? And they say, you will not eradicate cancer on your planet until people stop contracting unconsciously with cancer as their way to leave the planet. Mm. They say anyone who, if in the moment, just like any other incredible inspiration you have, if you arrive at this moment that your journey in physical form is complete and you're ready for the next adventure and it's time to go home, you can, through a series of harmonious release release your body in a beautiful, peaceful way, never having to contract with disease, decay mm -hmm. of the body or suffering in any way 
to release your body when your experience is complete here. Mm -hmm. And when we really understand some of these concepts, these awarenesses from a higher perspective, you can understand why some of these things occur in our experience, even though we are, are living in this place of love. I had this experience recently where I was looking back at some things in my life with absolute no judgment and realizing that the only reason I made some of those choices that were hurtful to myself or others were because I was in lack or I was in limitation or I was in fear. But when you're in that place of love and knowing who you really are and a higher level of consciousness or awareness, like the fifth dimension, you you don't hurt yourself and others. Yeah. You you know how to communicate. And there's a whole part of the book really of, of mm-hmm. how to be consciousness in action and navigate the current times. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, they have completely changed my life. Their wisdom has changed my life in the most incredible way beyond what I could have ever imagined. And I just, it's, it's just incredible. So, so beautiful. So if there's anyone listening that is like, I want to start connecting to this information, obviously they need to read the book, but any tips like for channeling for newbies, some people are like, it's dangerous. Don't try it on your own. Like, what are you, what are your thoughts <laughs> on <laughs> any like intro tips? <laughs> I have channeled Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. I I don't even know how many I have taken uh, 4,000 plus probably closer to 5,000 people at this point through the experience Mm -hmm. of channeling. Mm -hmm. I've never ever had an experience of anyone experiencing anything other than pure love. Yeah. I had one experience that I, okay. So when I first started, I started connecting to like Pleiadian energy and I was, I had a Pleiadian moment. I was in a phase mm-hmm. um, and I was like really connecting to it. And I started like in meditation, I would start like my mouth would start moving. And I was like, okay, I think they're trying to talk through me and I would like, let it happen. And then short, and it was like fine and good. But then like during that time I had my, I had appendicitis and I had to get my appendix removed. And I was like, it was them. And then I was like, I'm never talking to the Pleiadians again. <laughs> so I kind of, and then I kind of like shut it all off for like a good, like year, yeah. two years. So like, I know, I don't know, like what's going on there. Like, is the, was it dangerous? Was I doing it wrong? <laughs> like, Well, again, I, uh, so I, uh, I had this woman who went through my channeling series who said, when I said that, I, I said, fill yourself up with all of you. Yeah. When you really fill yourself up with your love, your light, and fill yourself up with you. There's nothing to protect yourself from. Right. And she got very upset with me because she had just spent two years and several thousand dollars mm-hmm. taking a course as a hands-on healer of how to protect herself. Yeah. She was very upset. Yeah. But she came back to me one week later and she said, I just had this epiphany that I believed there was something to protect myself from. So I kept drawing to me experiences of something that I had to protect myself from. Right. And she's like, there never was anything, but my belief that there was something that I right. needed to protect myself from and exactly. all the things I did to. Now, that being said, everybody needs to honor their own truth. Yeah. Their own guidance. If, and if, if 
you feel very drawn to crystals and Mm -hmm. rituals and ceremonies that you want to do, then do it, but Mm -hmm. don't deny your own power. Right. In that experience, the council would say, we love crystals, but don't give them your power. Yeah, totally. They are merely a reflection of how powerful you are. And when you really understand how powerful you are, you are the energy that creates worlds, but most importantly, you're the energy that creates your world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you start tuning into very high levels of energy, anything that's not aligned with that begins to move out of your experience. Right. So what I would say, and this is just what's coming to me, Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, your appendix was not in a vibration or frequency. It had to leave your body. I know what I was thinking. And so when you tuned into those really high vibrations Mm -hmm. and frequencies, all the things that weren't aligned with that moved out. Yeah. And there is absolutely nothing to be afraid of. You will be guided. You you will be, you know, you are cared for, loved, supported. They will only give you what you can handle. And you can always say, I need to slow down. Mm-hmm. or I need to take a little time. And they, they are the first ones to say, rest, water, but play, have fun with this. Yeah. If you start taking it all so serious um, and it's not fun, then that's not the point of this. The exactly. point of this is the energy, the vibration, the consciousness to feel peace and joy and love and harmony and well-being and freedom and passion. That's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. And so tips for people, again, trust yourself, really, really, really trust yourself. The thing that's just coming through is this is about coming fully into your power, fully into your power. They often say the archangels, the ascended masters, all of these things are really an extension of you and an aspect of your own power that you are integrating into your experience. Mm -hmm. So don't give your power away to these things integrate the part of you that is that powerful. Yeah. And an example would be like when I was in my Kuan Yin moment, Mm -hmm. it was, it was me bringing out my nurturing side and it was me identifying, Oh, I am Kuan Yin. You know, it's like, I have that energy. And like, I think that's what all of these teachers and ascended masters are kind of there to show us is reflections yes. of ourselves and our own mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, this, I could just talk to you forever. This is so awesome. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I you. love talking to you too. Yes. And just one last thing I would say about that yeah. is the council often says you are us. We are you. You are the council here on earth. Mm. And that this is, you know, as you've drawn the book to you and whether it's a course or the master's class or a YouTube video with, you know, whatever it is, this is your wisdom that you're just remembering, but you Mm -hmm. drew it to you. It's like you put it in the world so you could find it Mm -hmm. so that you never forget who you really are. And so even in absorbing their wisdom, you know, don't give your power away to it. Let it remind you of the power that is within you. Mic drop moment. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. Thank you so, so much. So, where can everyone find you online and where can we get your book? 
Yes. So sarahlandon.com. Uh, you'll find a whole section there on free resources. There's a free gift there of the grander perspective on uh, wealth, health, your purpose, the future, relationships, those types of things. We have a YouTube channel, Sarah Landon Life, where there's tons and tons of videos. I share a daily quote on Facebook, which is Sarah Landon homepage. And then on Instagram, Sarah Landon Life. Lots of free information. If you want to dive deeper and get the book, it's available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold. The Wisdom of the Council, Channeled Messages for Living Your Purpose. And then if you want to dive deeper, we have several courses online. We have several channeled activations and visualizations. We have our advanced master's class program, which is a live call every week. Just go to the website and whatever lights up for you, start there. If you're drawn to a particular course, start there Mm -hmm. and you will be guided to whatever you need in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. We we were guided to listen to this episode today. Yes, exactly. You liked it. So make sure you check out all of Sarah's things, get the book. Highly, highly recommend you guys. And we will catch you all next week. Bye everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you. 